feeling stuck sucks. It's disempowering. We feel isolated. And we may make decisions that don't serve us or our loved ones. Your coaches, Lada and Ryan, are here to help. Together, yes, that includes you. Let's get unstuck. This is the Fitwall Fusion Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Fit Wall Fusion Podcast. Today you're again with Ryan, me, and we have our first guests here. It's Laura and James Wells. Welcome. Thank you. Honored to be here. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so yeah, Laura and James are self-sabotage coaches and are going to tell us today what self-sabotage is. Uh, but first, I was hoping you guys would just share a tiny bit about yourselves, your background, where you're from as well, because we're all from very distant places here. Yeah, we're, um, we're a married couple. We are from England, as you might tell from my accent, and we are um, currently living in Mexico. But we, we, we qualified as certified self-sabotage coaches in December or January, uh, just gone. And yeah, we're now, you know, trying to find our way in the, in the coaching business and help other people, um, you know, uh, get rid of their sabotaging behaviors. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, and uh, they're wonderful people and we wanted to share them on the podcast, definitely, because they're very passionate. And we also wanted to know what self-sabotage is because on purpose we didn't look too deep into it to now be surprised and learn about what it is. Okay, so a little bit about self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is um, when people hinder their own success. So examples of that could be um, alcohol abuse, drug abuse, screen addiction, abusing your health, your wealth. Wealth's quite... um, a big one that was one that I sabotaged and I had no idea. Um, procrastination, um, abusing medications, um, and negative self talk like, um, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, things like that. Yeah, so I guess you could summarize it as any negative, like behaviors or thoughts or you know, patterns like that. So, you know, that's, that's stopping you from being the, the better version of yourself. As Paul Check might put it, um, any repeated pattern of behavior that doesn't produce the results you're looking for. Mm. Exactly. Couldn't say it better myself. <laughs> so any of those negative behaviors, would you then, are what you could say, okay, well, if I have something like that in my daily life, I would qualify then as self-sabotaging myself. If it's Anything that I do that really is not giving me what I want for an outcome, but actually hindering me, then... So that sounds like a lot of us actually do that a lot. Yeah, so, I mean, basically, it's very closely linked or, no, it's, it's centered around the subconscious mind. So, yeah, so everyone is susceptible to it because everyone has a subconscious mind. Um, it completely centers around the subconscious mind and how that works, uh, which is like it, the subconscious literally scans your whole environment 
at a rate like an incredible rate like it like now it's it's capturing 11 million pieces of information every second you know and actually when you're younger between the ages of like 0 and 7 it's actually 90 million pieces of information a second and that's actually right in the programs your behavioral programs so it's really our environment that dictates our behavior like we, we walk around thinking that we have you know all this free will and organic behavior but it's really programs that are being run which are determined by our environment so it's the same way pretty much how you might have slightly different behavior because you grew up in england i'm from germany i might have some other things and rye from canada some other things so for us to all sit around a table which is very funny we're doing right now um there is quite a bit of background programming going on and you're saying that is what causes us to express that whether it be positive or negative absolutely yeah, yeah. okay that's that's awesome because we were going to ask how common it is and now we're realizing very common it's very common like i said if you've got a subconscious mind which as far as i'm aware is a hundred percent of people then you're you're susceptible to self-sabotage behavior because of these programs and you know it's not to be underestimated the subconscious mind is responsible for up to night um, i think it's 95 percent of all our behavior so your conscious mind is is taking care of very little you know far 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 less than you would expect yeah i think i heard something like that too is it's astonishing so would you say a certain age group or personality type or or something like that would be more um vulnerable to doing self-sabotage i think um i think all ages are susceptible to it i think um what is good to mention here is that we learn 50 percent of our behavior before the ages of seven years old so um it's the subconscious that formulates the vast majority of our ideas behaviors speech etc so if we're living in a household with um, parents or caregivers that are self-sabotaging themselves and we see that on a daily basis, the chances are we're going to take them into our um, adult life. So, you know, yeah, I think everybody is susceptible. Yeah, 100%. And it's, it's worth highlighting that the subconscious mind is a part of your brain that just seeks survival. Um, it wants you to be safe, you know, it wants to protect you, it's acting like this bodyguard. So it's just purely looking for, you know, repetitive content all the time. So it wants, it wants to attract you to the herd. You know, it's like when, you know, in tribal times, like if you were ousted from the herd or you didn't blend in or something, you know, it was, it was life-threatening. Mm. You know, to be on your own out there in the wild, chances of you surviving were like, remote like you'd probably perish mm -hmm. so this part of the brain it really does love you and want to protect you but it doesn't necessarily know you know what's good for you mentally or physically it just it's just going to attract you to this repetitive content that it picks up um that it's seeing like the the, the majority tribe um all acting out okay so i'm wondering um Obviously, if you reached this type of coaching, it, perhaps it's because something in you felt like it resonated with you in your own life. So do you have 
a bit of a story or, or an experience with your own self-sabotage, did you come into the program having something you needed to clear out? And if you want to share, feel free. Yeah, absolutely. I think me, I grew up um, self-sabotaging most of my life. You know, especially through my teens and my early 20s, I would um, abuse drugs and alcohol and my body. Um, and, you know, I took that into, like, well into my 20s. And then as I got into my 30s, when I wasn't so um, much on the club scene, I would sabotage in other ways. So I would sabotage with food and um, smoking cannabis. You know, just even watching TV um, and binge watching box set after box set after box set. You know, I used to do this time and time again. Yeah. I think um, with wealth as well, like you used yes. to undercharge. For... Yeah, I had, um, when I went through the program myself, my coach actually said to me that I sabotaged my own wealth. And I didn't really... It, that was such a shock to me because it was something that I never even thought that I did. But when I kind of looked back, it was very clear to me that I had undercharged for my services, hairdressing services, for many, many years. I would do free haircuts for people that were, um, you know, couldn't afford to have hair, their hair done. Um, and when I actually had my own hairdressing salon, you know, it just unfortunately just it didn't survive because I just wasn't making enough money. And I just thought that it was because, you know, I wasn't trying hard enough. I put so much blame and shame on myself where actually I, you know, it was, you know, that I was sabotaging my wealth because ultimately I didn't feel like I was um, worth charging for. Yes. You weren't valuing your, Mm. your skills. And James, did, is there some experience you had with self-sabotage? No, I was perfect. Oh. <laughs> okay, moving yes, on. Yes, he was. No, I wish, I wish. So, um, no, I was, I was living a life which, like, from the outside, a lot of people would say, "What have you got to complain about?" You know, I had a, I had a, it was a high stress job, but it was, you know, what people would deem to be well paid, the company car, the insurances, the house, the mortgage. But I just wasn't happy. Um, you know. I was doing a job that didn't light me up, you know, I didn't feel like I was making much of an impact, you know, it wasn't for the good of humanity in my kind of, um, my, my viewpoint, so I was just, I was moaning about it for years, like years and years, um, not doing anything about it, so that's, that was me sabotaging, I would go to this high stress job every day, work, you know, work myself into the ground just do going above and beyond in a job that I didn't even like it just didn't make sense I say I didn't like it you know it was it just I, I, I wanted something else it, maybe it wasn't completely fulfilling it's not that you don't like it exactly but yeah. there's something in your soul that's saying hold on hold on there's something going on that we're not why do I feel like I have to drink when I get home tonight or smoke marijuana or whatever it is whatever it is to make up for the fact that you aren't fulfilled yeah and that was like that was going to be the next part so i would i would go and do that job and then come home and just numb out completely in front of the tv yeah smoking marijuana drinking it you know in the evenings and weekends and then just like repeating day after day um 
you yeah. know, wishing for the weekend constantly, you know, hating every Monday that came around. You know, I just, I just knew that there was something more to, to what I was doing. Yeah, I mean that, that sounds familiar for sure. That just, just having something where you're like, oh, I really, I really hindered myself there, and of course. In my life, I can pinpoint a lot of those situations as well, where I'm like, oh, wow, I did things that I know that really didn't help me. And then, and then, as you said, Laura, and then I blamed myself for it. So you get it twice, right? That's so wild. Yeah. Um, but so I know this is like a longer process, but if you were just telling people almost like in a nutshell, how do you switch that? How do you go from self-sabotage to... What is, the, what is even the opposite? So there are solutions. So okay. you're running programs in your, in your mind via your subconscious brain, which has picked up the details from your environment. So you can, you can, do, you can re, reprogram them programs and just run new programs. But the way the subconscious mind is, it's, the way it works is it's just gonna look for repetitive content. So you need to look at your environment You need to think: What are all the negative, um, you know, parts of my environment? All the all the negative messaging that I'm picking up. So look at what you watch on TV, what you watch on, what you're exposing to on so social media, the people you hang around with, because you know you become the average of the five people you you spend the most time with. Um, What self-talk are you telling yourself every day? You know, is it is it that you're healthy, wealthy, and wise and abundant, or is it like, oh, I'm miserable and you know everything else that goes with it? And smartening up your health, you know, it, it's been proven that the more unhealthy you are, the more time you're going to spend in the limbic part of your brain, which is like the kind of the chaotic part, the illogical part. So no good decisions really are going to come from from there. Instead of like your prefrontal cortex, like which TV and junk food has kind of been proven to just kind of shut down. So there are solutions, you know, tell yourself better things every day, you know, surround yourself in more positive um, environment and you can, you can, you can improve them programs that you're running. So there, there are solutions. And, you know, it is a process because um, when I signed up for the course myself, I, I honestly thought that he was gonna make, um, you know, wave a magic wand for me. I thought it was gonna be instant. And I, I remember saying, you know, gosh, you know, this isn't, nothing's happening. But you know, it's, it's constant, you have to keep working at it. You get um, given a lot of integration work and it takes time. But I remember as um, clear, like as clear as anything, I remember like six months to the day, I really noticed big changes in my life because I was consistently doing, you know, like I was consistently being aware of my self-talk, you know, my environment. Um, and it, you know, it really did work. It made such a difference. Yeah, we actually use um, hypnosis features quite heavily as well in our, mm. in our um, solutions options so like playing you know these positive uh, hypnosis tracks like a couple of times a day like especially when you're in theta state before you go to bed and as you wake up so as you're drifting in and out of kind of sleep um, so we use yeah we use some 
hypnosis for you know uh, wealth and health um, you know people need to stop drinking or things like that there's a whole range of programs and a library that we have access to so. oh wow okay so I actually heard maybe right maybe you know um, the exact term but I heard before that we have these neurological pathways and it always goes the path of the least resistance which is the path you've already done it's like water water always or most of the time follows its little river and then it widens it out so for you to make a new path that goes different is way harder and you actually really have to put the work in that just really reminded me off of it but um, another question do you think that did you already have success changing these things in England or was the environment change of coming to Mexico really what kick-started it Yeah, absolutely. I think the environment kick-started everything because, you know, when we were um, back home, we were still very much in our tribe, you know, um, our safety, you know, so coming to Mexico was, it was a great help. We signed up to do our training um, in, whilst we were in England, but we literally signed up and then we came to Mexico to do our training. Um, or to live here while we were doing our training. So it kind of let us absorb, you know, our, our coaching training. And I think it was like really important for us to get a mentor, a coach to coach us through it. Because I remember when we left the UK um, and we were in Mexico for a couple of weeks, I remember just wanting to get back on the plane to go back to the UK because that's what made me feel safe. I felt so out of my depth here. I felt like I had left everything and, ev you know, my whole life, everything that I I knew. So it was so lovely to have um, a mentor and a coach to kind of coach me through it and say, you know, this is this is normal. And it made me feel like, oh, you know, that I wasn't going insane. <laughs> yeah, and we witnessed that's our, that's our subconscious pulling us back to our old tribe, like the safety. It's like it's scanning our new environment in Mexico and saying, uh, yeah, hello, we don't live in this tribe. What the hell danger, are you doing? Danger. Yeah. <laughs> I don't speak the language. Yeah, for sure. yeah, so it's like, I'll tell you what you could do. You could jump back on the plane to England right. where you know everyone and you know everything and everything will be comfortable. You'll be safe. Just get back. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. I have a question about if you catch yourself going back into those old behavioral patterns how do you react um because in our in actually our yoga instruction uh it was our teacher kept reiterating that it's important to forgive yourself for having those thoughts and self-forgiveness basically is that one of the methods you guys use or have you have you ended up having that experience where you feel like Oh, I backtrack. I've take I've taken two steps back here. I got to start walking forward again. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's having awareness is everything. And I think when, for example, with me, um, you know, I can find myself slipping back sometimes. But it's just it's have I just have more compassion for myself, and I just don't add so much blame and shame to it. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, you, there's chocolate cake there. It looks lovely. Have the chocolate cake. The difference is I now don't have the whole cake and, you know, a family size bag of Doritos. I will just have just a piece of cake and then I will enjoy it and go about my day. I don't have the cake the next day and the next day and the next day. I'm, I'm, I'm more of aware of it now. Yeah, I'd say the same. Awareness is key. Yeah. 
and knowing knowing why you're doing it like okay i've got this program you know i'm working hard to change it but it's going to pull me back to this or you know i've i've been exposed more recently to like you know a lot more of whatever it is you know in, in laura's case like you've you've seen so many desserts in the last few days like that your program's saying like oh another dessert another dessert you know 11 million pieces of information a second like if you're walking past the bakery your subconscious is picking out every one of those pastries and desserts so you know you might end up one day like like you said like i'm gonna have that cake because that's the subconscious mind It, it doesn't take holiday Vacation is always on duty. So 24 hours a day, three, six, five days a year. I'm going to start walking around blindfolded. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but also really interesting that of all countries, you're picking the, is it the most obese country yet in the world? Mexico? So what seems to be at least close. Yeah. So your subconscious is like, oh, aren't we supposed to look like everybody else? And then you see, you see a lot of Coke everywhere, a lot of sweets. So um, yeah, that's a big, big part of it for sure. Yeah, we've, um, you know, we've, we've left the UK and that had, for our particular situation, had pros and cons. We've come to Mexico, it's given us like loads of pros, you know, to really shake things up and, and reassess our lives and, you know, tackle um tackle what you know this new life that we're trying to carve out um but it comes with it comes with cons as well so yeah so one thing i was curious about is self-sabotage is such a big turn and i'm sure you didn't just put self-sabotage into google or wherever you were looking for courses so how were you coming from i have a problem with behavior to finding something somewhere to then finding self-sabotage how how did that go um, it was a case that we were listening to podcasts and um, one of the guys was Jason Christoph, and he was talking a lot about self-sabotage and he's, I remember sitting there thinking, oh yeah, I, I, that, that's me, I do that. So, cause before, before that I hadn't really ever heard of the, um, the word self-sabotage but when he explained it it made me realize that oh that that makes so much sense to me in my life yeah so it's probably important to say that is where we got our certification it's the um christoph certified uh, freedom from self-sabotage coach and yeah like laura said we were we were listening to him you know, pop up on these podcasts and the things he was saying was like really stopped you in your tracks like i do that like oh, i do that and he was talking about these other things like one example was like coffee you know how it can you know restrict the blood flow to your brain and he said like the biggest thing you can do like the 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 part in advice in this podcast was turn your tv off and stop drinking coffee so i'd done both of those things and i was amazed i just started seeing things so very differently like like I kind of, I kind of knew that I wasn't happy with certain things, but I was just dulling, dulling my senses. So as soon as I'd done them, it was like I saw things just completely differently. Mm, um, yeah, yeah, that's how it came about. Okay, so let's say somebody is interested in addressing what they feel is, oh wow, I I have these behavioral patterns. What's my next step? Are there? It would it be online code courses finding a, a coach like you guys certain material to start as just as an introduction maybe there's some youtube video or something 
Sure. Well, um, there's a, the freedomfromselfsabotage.com is a website where we're listed in the directory as coaches. And there's some, there's some information on there. So just as a reminder, there's Laura and James Wells, if you want to go right there. And we'll get, just read the podcast description. Uh, if you're listening, just I'll put it in the podcast description, all the links that you'll need. Yeah. So you can get information there. If that sounds, um, if that resonates with you and you want to know more about it, like me and Laura, we do, we do one-on-ones or, you know, two-on-one or couples as well. Um, so if you want to like get in touch for a free, just a free like discovery call, if you want to call it, like for 30 minutes or so on Zoom, um, you know, we can just, we can talk about it. But after that, if you, if you feel like, you, you know, we can work together, then the process is we would actually send you like quite a, quite a detailed intake form where we can kind of pick up like in the language that you use and obviously see some of your habits and, and what your sabotage is. And, but you can pick up like a vibration. It's, it's surprising what you give, give away. And then after that, we'll share like some educational content and videos with you. And then we'll have like a couple of live sessions where we, we kind of dive into identifying your sabotage, where it's come from, and so, most importantly, solutions to move forward to rewrite them programs. Yeah, that's great. I think, by the way, that that is what happens to all of us, right? We hear things, like let's say on a podcast, or get exposed to them, the things we actually need in life. So because you were doing that and you had not yet put the label on, it came to your life. And uh, same with what we experienced, Ryan. I, it's, it's super interesting what each person pulls in, and I will pull in different stuff than he does. And I think that's how... We just attract what we need. It's it's so yeah. cool. So yeah, if you resonate with that, then that's cool. So we explain to somebody else again what self-sabotage is. But so what would be the biggest obstacle or some of the biggest obstacle that somebody, somebody might experience with overcoming his or her self-sabotage? Biggest obstacles are... It's just a subconscious mind. It's just going to pull you back. You know, it, it wants to protect you. It wants you to be safe in the bigger herd. So if you're, you know, if you're, let's say, tribe or, you know, the majority of people are all drinking, smoking, um, you know, sabotaging themselves financially, your subconscious mind knows that and says, you belong in the drinking, smoking, um, wealth sabotage tribe so it's going to constantly want to pull you towards what the majority are doing so to your point um, the obstacle is going to be if you're going to continue to keep yourself in a negative or environment you know an environment that doesn't serve you it's going to be very very hard to rewrite the programs that you need to to make a positive change in your life yeah I think you need to be um all in if you're going to do it because you know it's going to be jolly hard for some people to turn the tv off you know to clean up their environments and to not eat all toxic foods and not go out on the friday and saturday night and you know get boozed up i think you know it's it's one of them things that you have to be all in and you have to give it a bloody good go because otherwise 
like James said, you know, your subconscious is just going to keep pulling you back. So, yeah. Yeah, we say it's about progress and not perfection, I think, with everything in life. Um, but, you know, it's it, at the end of the day, what, you know, what sort of life, do you want to improve your life or do you not? Because having gone through the process, I, I know what I, I choose. So, but it, it is also down to willingness and mindset in the end. So you have to express some strength as well. And every little decision, especially at the beginning counts, right? Like, even if, as you said, you still eat the cake, but it's going to be half of the cake. And next time it's going to be maybe less or you look, just lower it down. Just go there step by step. Don't overwhelm yourself and just keep at it, right? Totally. I mean, the times we used to, you know, like wake up with a face full of cake or like, you know, you're just eating the whole box of cookies or like the whatever else, you know, it was, it's like now we'll do it because, you know, if we want to do it, you know, yeah, but it's the difference. Um, yeah, we're sort of more consciously aware of it. I think it's... Um, right, it's not like a thing anymore where you just do it and you don't even, you ate the whole chips back and you're like, oh, I didn't even know why I did that's, this. I was displaying this sort of behavior yeah. and it wasn't even registering. Or I didn't, I'd be like, why have I just yes. eaten like two boxes of cookies? Like, why do I feel sick? And Or I'll wake up the next day after a night out, like, what did I, why did I do that? <laughs> okay, yeah, and then yeah. totally to, that key to that is definitely just conscious awareness. And yeah. when you eat something or when you do a behavior, What am I doing? Now, this is a more personal question. I did not prepare these guys. Maybe they don't want to uh, answer this, but I know you're going back to the UK and it might, you know, there's some environmental impact. Did you prepare yourself a little bit more to not get sucked back into that herd mentality there? I think, again, I, we sound like a bit of a broken record, but awareness. So yeah. I know... I know what, what might not serve me. So, you know, I'm going to be making different choices. So do I want to meet people at the pub and down the bar? Or do I want to be going for a walk like in nature? And if like, you know, if that's going to serve me a lot better than, than these old choices that I used to make. So, um, yeah. And I also think um, with doing this self-sabotage um, program, it's led us on to work on ourselves as well. So we have been able to um, set boundaries in our lives as well and things like that. So when we do go home and we are faced with um, difficult situations, we can handle them better. Um, and I think that's been a, a really big thing, hasn't mm. it? Yeah, totally. I'm testing myself too. I'm going back to Germany yeah. to face that environment. So, um, yeah, so you're really thinking that the biggest thing is not doing the same what you did or if you do the same know why you do it and just be aware I, and honestly repeat stuff all over because it sometimes doesn't land for the person the first time i know sometimes i need to hear yeah. things a lot of times absolutely yeah. and i think also it's for me um it's knowing how good it feels to feel like you know i'm i'm getting myself free of the toxins you know i don't need to spend saturday and sunday um in the pub you know i don't need to smoke cannabis to get myself to sleep it's so good to feel um good and i so when i do go back to um the uk and i am surrounded by a lot of this i i'm just more aware that no i'm good as i am that 
that doesn't serve me. Mm. And even like, you know, going to a party and eating, wanting to eat the whole buffet. Um, I just know that that's not going to serve me because it's going to make me feel lethargic, you know, things like that. I, I, I'm so much more aware of it now and I'm aware of how I feel and my body. And there, you know, I don't want to go back there. And um, another thing that we kind of haven't touched on, but I think is probably more suitable for a, when you're ready to do a deeper dive, is discovering like why our environments are the, are the way they are, and what traps are being laid, and by who, and you know why is there so much of this toxic food, like Laura just mentioned, available to us? Why are movies and films displaying such you know? crazy messages to us you know you know front and center but also subliminally you know is everyone being as honest as they could be in this world yeah that um that was really interesting to to get a deeper dive into um self-sabotage yeah it i think it really aligns with what we're trying to offer whoever's listening and um we are going to put the well your names for sure and also your all your information we're going to put that in the podcast description to update it once maybe also new things come out so keep everything up to date and did you guys have anything else you wanted to share aside from the questions we've asked it's about empowering people to be you know in charge of their own destiny and that's that's very much the philosophy for us and any self-sabotage coach is we're not there to like Laura said earlier, wave a magic wand, what she was hoping for for herself when we were clients. You know, that's no good. No one's going to fix anyone. Like, you know, if, if any coach says, like, I'm going to fix all your problems and you're going to live a great life after, after working with me, yeah, trust me, they're lying. Mm. Yeah? You need to be empowered and have the tools and solutions to implement into your life because... Do you really want someone to come and wave a magic wand? Or do you want to feel like empowered, like to, to, to make the positive change in your life? So yeah, that's mm. very much the same mm. synergy. Okay. So thank you guys so much for sharing that today and also sharing so vulnerable about your own story. Not everybody feels like they want to give so much personal information. So we really appreciate you guys putting yourself out there, sharing all this with Ryan, I, and hopefully all of you guys out there. Um, and we really appreciate you being here today. Oh, it was our pleasure. Thanks Thank for having us. Yeah, it's been great. All right. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you on a next episode. Thank you so much for being here. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite listening platform. There is more to us than the podcast. Your community awaits you in our free Facebook group, Click the link in the description to join the conversation now. You can also follow and connect to us on social media. Thank you again so, so much for listening. We really appreciate your time and support. With love, Lada and Ryan.